0: You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step by step how to meet and seduce beautiful women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week long fling, or a long term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. We got a great episode today. One I think you're going to be saving, bookmarking, and coming back to time and time again. What I've done was I ended up taking the audio from a video that I put on my YouTube channel just a few years ago called The Trip Advice Manifesto from Hello to Sex. It's an hour-long video of just me on the couch and explaining to you what you need to do to be able to go out, successfully meet a woman, and either take her home or get into a relationship. And It's very concise. Okay, this is an hour long video that just really goes over everything but puts it in a nice order. And I was thinking to myself recently, is this on my podcast? Because once in a while, I I take some interviews or once in a while, I'll take some audio from some really good clips on the YouTube channel and put it on the podcast. Because I know that not all my podcast listeners are really active on YouTube. So, I was thinking about this one because this is one that I recommend to my coaching clients all the time. When I'm working with a client, depending on where they're at, I might have them as homework go and watch the Trip Advice Manifesto as part of their education in terms of being able to understand the, like I said, concise way of understanding how to go out and meet a woman and just get kind of a quick overview. And so I thought, you know what? This has to go on the podcast. I got to get it to you. And like I said, you're going to want to either bookmark it, you're going to want to save it. I know you'll be coming back to it. And I highly recommend taking notes for this. You're going to want to, as you see, as this audio goes on, there's a lot of good nuggets in here really teaching you everything that you, that you generally need in terms of meeting and attracting a woman. Of course, it's going to take drilling. It's going to take you working on this stuff over and over. It's not overnight, but it's going to be very, very helpful to you. And I just want to say, I I apologize. I don't know why. I don't know why the audio seems kind of echoey. It's still manageable to listen to. It shouldn't be too hard. uh, But shame on me for not putting better audio on such really an amazing video. One of my favorite videos because like I said, I recommend it all the time. It's super helpful. And now it's here for you. So if you're having... Any issues after listening to this with implementing this stuff, with implementing the process of going out and meeting a woman, the process of going out and saying hello and maneuvering all that from hello all the way to conversation, to attraction, to bedroom, to dates, to relationship. That's where coaching comes in. Okay. So you're going to get a lot of great information on this episode. If you need help implementing it, if you need help making sure that it applies specifically to your case, you can apply for coaching and you and I can work together one on one. If you go to coachedbytrip.com, what you're going to find is an application form where I give you just a few questions for you to answer. It doesn't take longer than maybe 10 minutes to fill out, sometimes just five minutes. Of course, it depends how much information you give me. But if you fill out the application form in a way that really makes me understand your situation and says to me that you're very serious about coaching, You and I will get on the phone. I will actually text you or I will email you personally. No, it will not come from my assistant. It will come from me. And then what we can do is we can get on the phone and we can discuss if coaching is a good fit for you, go over the details and make it work for you. The main reason why guys use coaching as a resource in their life is because it gets results faster. So if you feel that you want to speed up this process, if you feel that maybe you've been trying and you think that you're kind of stuck and you need some help, this is where coaching helps you. So I recommend it. I get a lot of guys who listen to this and sign up for it and they never regret it because they get really fast results. And I'm pretty amazing, I must say. And I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you how this is. I've been doing this for a very long time. I'm amazing at getting you fast results with women, even if you're deathly as scared of talking to them, or even if you are a virgin, whatever your case is, I can help you and we can get you to that place. All you got to do is apply. So go to coachedbytrip.com. All right. So get your phones out, get your iPad out, get your computer out. If you are still writing with a pen or a pencil, get that out. You're going to want to take notes because there's gems. So here it is. My Trip Advice Manifesto. Hey, Trip Kramer here from TripAdvice.com, and welcome to the Trip Advice Manifesto. What this video is is it's going to take you from steps A to Z in terms of how to meet and attract women. I've been doing videos for a long time. At this point of making this video, I've hundreds and hundreds of videos, a lot of podcasts. And what I really wanted to do for a long time is kind of make one little guide that can help you. If you're like, all right, I know there's always little videos on little parts of the interaction or continuing a conversation or where to meet women or attracting women or kissing women or getting sexual with women. But what I want to do for you is put it together in one place so you can come back here when you need to and understand how to take it from the very beginning to the very end. And what I'm going to be doing is breaking it down to very simple steps, uh, giving you some very general guidelines, some specifics in some areas and others not. That's why I have a lot of other videos. We need specific information for specific topics, but this is your general guide to take you from the point where you're like, Hey, I'm not meeting any women right now. I have no women in my life or maybe you're trying to meet women and you're having very little success to it and then going to the point where it's working for you. successfully meeting women, sleeping with women, getting into relationships, getting dates, everything in between. So let's not waste a second more. Let's get into it. And first, we're going to be talking about attraction. What is attraction? How does attraction work? And really some of the myths that go along with attraction that a lot of guys think exist uh, that have been brought to you by your friends, your family and the media and society in general. Here's the bottom line. Attraction happens when a woman is in the presence of masculine traits. Okay. That's what happens when she's in the presence of masculine traits, when you're with a woman and you're able to display your masculine traits, She can feel attraction toward you. Okay. Now, for you, it's very similar, except it's not masculine traits, it's feminine traits. When you're in the presence of a woman and you see her display her feminine traits, then you become attracted. Okay. So, what does that mean? Well, feminine traits, first of all, you know, might be things that are lending itself to her having good fertility and her being able to raise a child and bear a healthy child. Okay, That's on the the feminine side. On the male side, what happens is masculine traits are able to provide and protect the family and also help raise the child because he has resources to do so. So generally speaking, for man, the first bit of attraction starts with looks. Because when it comes to looks, a female is able to display her feminine traits. With her looks, you know, we want to see a woman who has certain physical attributes that make us say, in a primal sense, in like this caveman sense, that she can bear a healthy child. And that is why, when a girl has cleavage and she's walking by, you tend to stare a little bit. That's why, when a woman has, uh, you know, bigger hips, wide hips, and a big butt, you might be like, whoa! And you're scrolling through Instagram. You really like that, okay? On a primal level, you like that because that is a sign of estrogen which is the female hormone or what uh, I should say the female has more that we have estrogen too. But uh, the female has a lot of estrogen. That's a sign of estrogen. So that says to you, oh, this is a female and she has those healthy traits that make you want to mate with her, be with her and raise a child. Now great, you're like, okay, I know how, you know, I get attracted to a woman. I see them all the time. I sense attraction. Okay. So how does it happen on the other side of things? What? Makes a woman attracted to a man. Like I said, it's masculine traits. Here's the difference. While, yes, a woman is attracted to a man on a physical level, it's more of his subcommunications and behavioral qualities that tell a woman that he is masculine and that he's able to provide for the family, protect the family. Okay, again, this is kind of going back to like caveman times, you know, thousands of years ago, you know, how man and woman got together. So, we're generally speaking, but this is the idea. So, a man can't really do that as much with his looks. Sure, you know, a guy can be very strong and very tall, and that could say provide and protect the family, but that's not really what made him be able to provide and protect the family. Really, it was his capabilities and his personality, okay, his fearlessness. His resourcefulness, the way he's able to uh, handle social situations, okay, all those things that aren't on the physical level—that is what a woman senses in order to be attracted to a man. Those are masculine traits. So, for a man, it's more the behavior; for a woman, it's more of the physical. Now, of course, of course, uh, the physical part of a man and the personality of a woman—it does count towards attraction, right? And you're going to be attracted to a woman on levels where, you know, you guys have a good time together and maybe she makes you laugh or maybe she's smart, whatever it is, those traits are very attractive too. But what brings you in initially mostly is her looks. And for a woman what brings a man in initially is the way that he behaves. So even though you might not be a typically good-looking guy, if you go up to a woman with uh, with courage, and you're able to talk to her and feel comfortable around her, and give her this kind of sense they have everything kind of handled in your life, and and you're not you know some some guy who doesn't have anything together, who's really just scared uh, about anything, or has a lot of worries, or is complaining a lot, but really a guy who's got his act together and can show that comfortably in front of a woman. This is going to spark attraction. Okay, I always say to guys. Even just the idea of going up to a girl and saying hello, she's already somewhat, even just a little bit initially attracted to you because you have the guts and the balls to go up and actually do that. Okay, So it's, it's in your best interest to even go up and start talking to a girl in person because you're already displaying this inner quality. This personality trait of you being fearless and courageous. Now, we should definitely touch upon the whole idea of money and looks and all these superficial things that society has told you is very attractive. Okay. They have told you that, you know, if you have fame, uh, like, you know, Justin Bieber, you know, uh, Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, like fame and 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 a lot of money, and you know just like a very symmetrical face and very good looking. Well, this is what women want. Of course, you're going to see that you see these guys all over the cover of magazines and um, and women loving them and, and and fall you know falling all over them. Like oh, I want this guy, I want this guy. So you've been taught that it's about looks. Now here's the thing. Yes, looks does help. It absolutely does. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay, if you're a very good-looking guy, meaning again symmetrical face, kind of like chiseled jawline, uh, tall, and and you know a strong person, absolutely a woman is going to be initially attracted to you because she's got that physical side. However, would you have to understand that if he can't follow through with his inner qualities, and he's a guy who's very needy, or maybe he doesn't have his life together, or he's uh, he's very scared. Or he's just um, very awkward to talk to in conversation, or he's not fun and interesting. It's not going to work out. Okay, it's not going to work out. A, guy, a woman is not going to want to stay with a man who is just good looking but has nothing else. So the idea that you have to understand here is the inner qualities goes way further than you being a very attractive guy. Okay, so you don't have to be a very attractive guy to get a very quality and attractive woman. Yes. And we'll go into this in a little bit. It's good to optimize the way you look and your style and things like that. But it's more important for you to work on the inner qualities and your charisma and your personality, because that stuff is going to take you way further when it comes to boom, triggering attraction when you're talking to a woman and when you're in her presence, when she gets to feel those masculine traits. And what you have to under, and what you have to understand is that attraction happens on an emotional level okay very important here a woman is not saying to herself necessarily consciously she's like oh he has this 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 and this i'm attracted to him it's not logical for her it's not logical for you either when you see a woman Yeah, okay, you might comment on why she's hot, but really it's very quick. It's an emotional reaction and you see her and you're attracted to her. Or maybe you're talking to her and she just gives off this vibe and you don't understand why but you guys just kind of click and you're like, oh, I'm attracted to her. It's happening on a primal emotional level. Same thing with women. Okay, It's more of a feeling. It's not a logical thought. Yes, you might be saying I am attracted to this guy and that's the thought. But she's attracted because it is a feeling. Famous dating coach David D'Angelo said, Attraction is not a choice. It's not something that you can just choose on a logical level. Like, oh, I will choose to be attracted to this person because of A, B, C, D, and E. No, it's just a feeling. Okay. And you need to understand this because you have to understand that because it's not an actual choice, you have the capability of being able to trigger it. Okay. You have the capability of being able to display these traits. And what I'm going to go into next. Is my formula called TED which I'm gonna brush over and these are the three principles of attraction and these are gonna help you display those masculine traits so when you're with a woman she's gonna say oh you know again subconsciously oh this guy is attractive this guy has something going for him I like this guy there's attraction okay so we're gonna go over that in just a minute and then after that we're gonna go over a little bit of what's called investment Okay, so we'll go over that too because attraction, you have to understand this attraction is not enough. You need to get a girl invested in you. Okay, all day long you can get a girl attracted, but just because she's attracted, that doesn't mean that she's going to give you her number, doesn't mean that she's going to follow up on phone calls or your text messages, or meet up with you on a date, or have sex with you, or even get into a relationship with you. She needs to become invested. That's kind of like Part two of the equation. But not to complicate this, you have to understand that when you're building attraction and you're building investment, these two things are happening all at the same time. Okay. So understand that the things I'm about to tell you right now and some of these concepts, it's not like, oh, first you're going to do this and then you're going to do this and then you're going to do this. It's all happening at once. Just remember that concept as we go into this. So let's talk about TED. It's an acronym, T E D and it stands for three things tension entertainment and dominance these are the three principles of attraction these are the things that you're going to be working on and doing so to speak when you are with her again it's called Ted but it's not like first you do the tension part then you do the entertainment part and then you do the dominance part that's not how this works it's kind of all happening at once but the cool thing is as much as it might seem overwhelming where you're like, oh, I don't have this like step by step. First I do this. It's okay. You work at it one at a time and you bring it into your interactions when you're talking to women because that's really what's happening here. All you're doing is you're going to be meeting with women whether it be you know, online or it's going to be in person. There's going to be an initial interaction and you're going to work on triggering attraction, tension, entertainment and dominance. And at the same time, you're also going to be building investment and if you successfully do that. Then she's going to want to give you her number, she's going to want to sleep with you, she's going to want to be with you and she's going to want to call you her man. First let's talk about tension. Creating tension or we should say creating sexual tension. Very simple. When you're talking to a woman, what I want you to do is I want you to make sure that you're giving very good eye contact Okay, because eye contact signifies that you are not scared and it's also a really great way to connect with someone because imagine if you're talking to someone and they're looking off in the clouds, they're looking down, and uh, you know they're kind of their heads down and they're looking all nervous. You're gonna tell they're not very comfortable right now. So by looking her directly in the eye when you're talking to her, that's gonna help build tension, and it's also gonna show her that you're comfortable. Okay, so that's one part. Another way to build tension is through your body language just very relaxed body language. Okay, very relaxed. Okay. What is relaxed body language look like? Well, if you're sitting down, it could look like this. This is very relaxed. Now, what would stiff body language look like? Maybe this, All right, When well, you're kind of like this. Now, of course, you know, whatever, if you want to cross your arms and you're talking to a girl, but you're still doing it in a very comfortable way and you actually feel comfortable doing it, then that's fine. But just make sure that your body feels comfortable and you're very relaxed. The more spread out you can be too, signifies that you are more relaxed. And if you're standing and talking to a girl, which is going to be most of the time if if you're going out and doing cold approaches, then you know, just roll your shoulders back, sit up straight, just kind of breathe a little bit and just relax your body. okay? Don't shove your hands in your pockets because then that's another uh, indication that you're just kind of trying to hide from her. Be open, be aware, be there and this is going to be helping you build tension again when you're talking to her and with her. So, Eye contact, relax body language and I want you to be facing her. Really I want you to be facing her. I want you to have your shoulders mirroring her shoulders. If you're off to the side like this and she's facing you, so let's say you're the girl you're facing me. And I'm like this. Well, it's again hard to create a, a really a energy between you two because you're out there and you're talking to someone who's out there, or maybe you're here right here, but you're turning your head. doesn't look very comfortable. So let's get you shoulder to shoulder, just like this, face to face with a girl that you're talking to, okay? This is gonna create what I call the wee bubble, the wee bubble, meaning it's you and her and everyone else is outside. The second you kind of go like this, you know, then. Now everyone's in the conversation. Doesn't even matter where you are. It doesn't matter if you're outside during the day and no one's around. Anyone can kind of come in, close that gap, come in front of her, shoulder to shoulder, be relaxed, look at her in the eye. And now we're able to create some serious tension and you haven't even said a word yet. Okay, let's talk about speaking. Okay, now we're still on tension. Okay, we're talking about building attraction with tension, entertainment and dominance. Okay, so tension Right here, with your vocal tonality, is going to be you talking to her exactly like I'm talking to you right now. Okay, so there's something in the uh, in the pickup community called breaking rapport tonality. It's the way I'm talking to you, where the tone of your voice goes down, and this is what's been happening pretty much the whole time I've been talking to you. Okay, it's going down in inflection as opposed to up. That goes up like this, then that means that you're seeking rapport, meaning that you're trying to get her to kind of understand you and hear you and it's signifying that you're needy. But if you're talking to her like this, more of a commanding tone, doesn't mean you have to be like, hey, 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 what's going on? Hey, you don't have to be so intense, but still your voice is more commanding because it's downward inflection. It's going to come off less needy and more attractive. Being able to talk like this is also showing her that you're not afraid. You're not afraid. You're not nervous. Your voice isn't going up like this and you're not trying to get her big like hey, you want to go get some coffee? Like, Are you interested in maybe getting some coffee with me? Would you like to get some coffee? Or you can say, let's get some coffee. Would you like to get some coffee with me? See the difference? You can already tell right there. Obviously the first one, a bit exaggerated, but still the first one is kind of like, oh, oh he's not sure. He doesn't know what's going on. The second one is more in control, which is another masculine trait. Very dominant, which we're actually gonna go over when we talk about D dominance in TED, right? So I want you to be speaking like that. So let's combine you in front of her eye contact, speaking the way I'm talking to you right now, and just being very relaxed in your body language. And now you are ahead of probably half the guys that go up and approach her. You're already showing her through your body language how comfortable you are and how dominant you are with her and with women in general. Let's go to E, entertainment. Very important here. Entertainment is the idea of providing entertainment. However, it's not about providing entertainment for her. It's about providing entertainment for yourself. This is very important. And this is gonna help you with, well, what do I say to a girl? A lot of guys have that question. like, What am I supposed to say to her? What's the words that are supposed to come out of my mouth? Is there anything specific I can say that makes her attracted? No, not really. There's not like specific lines I can give you that make a girl attracted to you. Instead, it's about your vibe and your personality, which which comes through in providing entertainment for yourself. So that means that when you're talking to a group of people or a girl, then that means that you need to be providing entertainment for yourself in a way where the interaction is fun for you. So I like to use the word silly. Okay, that's like the best way I can think of to describe this to you. Just being silly. And having fun and joking around and not taking the interaction so seriously. Now, why does this build attraction? Well, this is showing her some masculine traits. And one of the biggest ones is that you don't give a shit. That you don't care. That you're living in your own world. That you're so comfortable with yourself and you have enough mental strength that you're just kind of going through the world doing whatever you want and you're not worried. Again, this is all very primal and subconscious. That's saying to her that you have life handled. I know that sounds crazy like really just being silly in front of a girl is is doing all that? Well yeah because you're silly which shows that you're confident because guys who are not confident are going up to girls and they're kind of really stiff and they're just saying things that are really kind of boring and asking them really boring questions and they're not even looking like they're having fun in the interaction like wow this guy looks like he's got a stick up his his ass like what's going on with this guy? Right? So stiff, so so boring, kind of awkward but if you're just kind of loose, you're having fun and you're just being silly. And that shows that you're really in control and have a really fun and exciting life. I know, sounds crazy that it can go that far, but it's true. Another reason why this is powerful is due to the law of state transfer. This means that you are in a state of happiness, enjoyment, and you can actually take that energy and give it off to someone else. If you don't believe me, you ever been hanging around a friend and your friend is just really down in the dumps and he's complaining a lot? saying some negative stuff or your parents come home and they're complaining about their day and it just gives you this icky feeling. You just don't feel so good inside. That's because they're transferring over that energy to you. Just being in the presence of a specific type of energy can really either drain you or make you happy. That's why laughing is contagious. When you're around someone, they start laughing and you start laughing. It's due to the law of state transfer. They're able to transfer that energy over to you and create those positive emotions which gets you feeling positive and that's what entertainment is doing also. I have to reiterate, you're not entertaining her, you're entertaining you. But what ends up happening is it does become entertaining for her and becomes interesting. But the point isn't to go over there and say, okay, what can I do or say to make her feel happy and excited and like me? Then it's not going to work, or you're going to be working very hard. Instead, make yourself happy, make yourself interested in the conversation. So, ways to do this are being silly. Okay, having some inside jokes that are funny to you. Something happened to you earlier that day? Just say it. For example, I'm actually in Sweden right now, and the place where I'm staying, it is insane. There are every single woman that walks by is pregnant. Like I'm not kidding. Like, every other woman that I've never seen so many pregnant women in my life so many pregnant women. And so this kind of registered my brain. I thought this was interesting. This was interesting to me. So I have brought this up in conversations with other women just because it's interesting to me. And I say it in a kind of fun way. Like, it's crazy. Like I'm, I'm at this place, I'm in this area of, uh, of Sweden in Stockholm, and so many people are pregnant. What's going on here? Why is everyone having babies right now? Like this is insane. Why is every single woman completely and utterly right about to pop? Right? Something like that. Now you might be like uh, "Trip, that was really lame like I'm not going to say it. Of course you're not going to say that because you don't care and that's not a story for you to tell. It's something for me to tell. It's something for me to say that's interesting to me. Okay. Now on the other hand, that's not being silly so to speak, maybe a little bit just because I'm exaggerating so much, uh, but it's me kind of talking about the thing that I want to talk about that's interesting to me. Uh, another thing that could be silly, I'm just giving you examples so you can think of what's silly for yourself. Don't just think, don't just copy what I'm saying to you, but try to use some of these for yourself. It's like you know, sometimes I'll I'll narrate what the girl is thinking, right? So like I'll pretend to be the narrator in her head, right? So maybe I'm talking to a girl and I'll say to her as an example, I'll be like, and right now the handsome gentleman in front of her just picked up his drink and sipped it and looked at her like she was crazy, right? It's like I'm narrating what she's thinking. It's just a funny thing. I think that's funny. Again, you might not think that's funny, Great. Don't do that. You shouldn't. Because it has to be genuine to you or also won't come off. And that's not something that I do all the time. It's just, you know, when it happens, it happens. And I think it's funny and I think it's silly. Another thing I like to do, which is a little harder, harder to explain, but, but maybe you'll get this, is I have some inside jokes with friends. Okay, inside jokes with friends that make absolutely no sense to the people I'm talking to, but they're funny to me inside jokes things that i think about all the time right or maybe a joke from a movie or a line from a movie that i really like or i watch a lot of seinfelds and there's a lot of funny stuff in there i'll just spit out those lines or quote movies or do something like that in front of a girl or in front of people and even though they might not get it or maybe they do and if they do great we can talk about that but i just like to say this stuff because it makes me laugh and it makes it fun for me Uh, another one that i heard of uh, that i heard in in more of the pickup community is, is this thing where like you go up to a girl and your, and your arm is out like this and you kind of go up to a girl and you put your arm around her and you go, ah, that's such a good fit. Okay, now I would never do that. I don't think that's funny, but uh, people do that. They think it's funny. It's cute, whatever. They're having a good time. Okay, so try something out for yourself. Think to you, what's silly? What's fun? This is entertainment and this is going to go on in the interaction. Now here's the thing. You're not going to be doing this the whole time. If you're silly and fun the whole time, you're never going to be able to get on a really uh, actual level with her. You know, if it's just silly the whole time, then she's never going to actually get to know you. And you need her to get to know you on some level, right? It can't be just silliness the whole time, eventually it has to be serious, Uh, not too serious, but serious to the point where you guys are actually talking and having a normal conversation about whatever and just getting to know each other. But understand that in the initial interaction or even throughout it's good to be silly and have a good time and tease her, call her names, call her a dork, uh, make fun of her for whatever. And it makes the interaction light and enjoyable. So that's entertainment. Next is displaying dominance. Okay. Displaying dominance. Now dominance, dominance is being able to move the interaction from the beginning all the way to the end. Okay. It is your job as a man to be able to leave the interaction from beginning to end. Now, why is that the case? that's because that is a masculine trait to be able to be in control and take control. So no, it's not that women are wanting you to do it because they're lazy. No, they're doing their part and they're part in the attraction game. Okay. But for you, it's a very easy way to lead the interaction to be able to show her that you are masculine, that you are dominant and that's what she's looking for. And you have to do it all the way from the minute you go and approach her and talk to her, All the way to maybe getting her number, all the way to leading her into the bedroom, all the way into, um, uh, like I said, initiating sex, all the way to asking her to be your girlfriend, even all the way to proposing. Okay, You are the one to do that. and I don't like to use the word job like it's your job. It's not that it's your job, but it is a great way, an easy way, and one of the ways to be able to display your masculine traits. Your masculine traits because that's what's happening here. Being in control, leading, being fearless to be able to do so, all these inner qualities that we've been talking about that go the distance in terms of getting her attracted. Leading and doing all that and taking uh, matters into your hands is what is really powerful. Again, we're talking about dominance here. Also, this is when the guys screw up quite a bit. They screw this up because they just think that you know, if they do enough things that the woman will eventually tell them that they like them. No, what ends up happening is a lot of guys end up in the friend zone that way. They don't lead the interaction. They don't have a goal in the interaction. They're just like, oh, I hope something happens. And eventually one day we're just like having sex. And one day she's my girlfriend. And one day that's not how it works. Yeah, it has worked that way, but it's not going to work that way most of the time. Okay. Most of the time you need to be the one who's making all those moves. Taking control here. So, you need to be the one to do everything. Now, great bonus if she ends up saying, like, oh, take my number, or she jumps your bones and starts making out with you, or whatever it is. Uh, Great. Okay. So, she did it. No big deal. But don't assume she's going to do it. Don't wait for her to do it. You need to be the one to do it. Let's talk about meeting women really quickly. And then I want to go into some other topics that can be helpful for you. But meeting women, meeting women. Okay. Meeting women. How do we meet women these days? Well, there's a few ways to do it. Right now we have online dating. So we have apps, we have dating websites. uh, We have cold approach, which means going and meeting women out at bars or out during the day, like the sidewalk or parks or anywhere outside grocery store, maybe even um, or anywhere that's like a casual kind of setting. Uh, There's parties, You can meet women through uh, at the gym, through your hobbies, through work potentially, through some of the things that you just do in your lifetime rituals. Maybe it's when you're on uh, the train on the way to work or maybe in an Uber, if you're sharing an Uber, You know, all these different ways to meet women. Here's the best thing to do. And this is uh, what not a lot of guys are doing these days, but here's the best way to do this, okay? What you want to do to meet women Is you want to have like one or two apps, or maybe one app and one dating website going in the background. Okay. A lot of guys use online dating as now is like the thing because it's so easy. Sit back and just hang out. You're watching Netflix and you're just, you know, kind of swiping, and that's their dating life. Well, good luck because these days online dating is getting very saturated and uh, it's not as easy as maybe it once was long ago when not everyone was on there. Also, not everyone is on online dating. There's a lot of people, a lot of women who are not on the apps, so you don't have a chance to meet them as well. So you're only getting kind of a select few. So yeah, I know. Yes, I said there's a lot of people on there, uh, but not everyone's on there. So let's make sure that when you're doing it, it's in the background. You know, Spend 20 minutes or less, 10 to 15 minutes per day doing some swiping on an app writing some messages and calling it a day. Guys get really caught up, spend a lot of time, sometimes all day every day just swiping da, da 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 and it's like a crazy numbers game. And then there's not a lot of other guys who are doing it and seeing no success at it, okay? Because with apps and with online dating, really all you have is looks. You don't have a chance to display your personality. So women are only using looks and maybe a little bit of your personality with a little bit of wittiness inside your profile to give you a shot. Okay, so This is really working against you here. If you're a guy who's not that, that attra- even if you are a guy who's very attractive, it still is such a competitive market that it's not really optimal to only be doing that. Now of course, it's a great way to do it because it's another avenue, but let's have that stuff going on in the background, have it happening, a little bit of swiping every day. A little bit of messaging, setting up some dates. But I want you to spend most of your time doing cold approaches and I want you to put off any excuse that you probably have. Like you're really scared to do it, you're scared of rejection, it takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of effort, it takes a lot of energy, you work a lot so you're not going to be able to you know, go out and meet women or you're too old or you're too young. Let's eliminate as many excuses as possible because right now let me just tell you I've worked with men of all ages, of all income levels, of all uh, fear levels and after doing it enough times, pretty much every guy can do it successfully. Now, it depends on how much work you want to put into it. Of course, if you go out maybe once a week and try to talk to girls for maybe 10 minutes, well that's not going to get you as good meeting women. As much as you might do it, as, as best as you might do it if you were going like every single day, for example. Now I get it, that's maybe not realistic for your lifestyle to go out every single day and talk to women. Some guys really make it happen. In fact, I did years ago. I made it a big part of my lifestyle, which is where I got to the point where I'm now, I'm helping guys like you. So I would still say you need to put it part of your schedule. Very important. At least three times per week four if you can manage it spend a couple of hours being able to go up and talk to women in person my advice to you is to make an approach schedule yes make a schedule write down the days that you will go out and you might be thinking ah trip i need to go with somebody how can i do this all by myself you can do it all by yourself it's possible i've done it many guys have done it Nothing bad happens. Okay, Nothing bad happens. We'll talk about approach anxiety in just a minute because I know a lot of you will prevent going and doing cold approach and not make that happen because you're really worried about what people are thinking about you. There's a lot of fear there. There's a lot of anxiety. Uh, But just understand that once you break through that, it's not weird to go out alone. No one's looking at you. No one cares. So We want to put you in situations where there are people out there. So, this is going to be bars. This is going to be clubs. This is going to be going out during the day where people are. Go to the places where women are. Okay. Don't just like go to a grocery store and say, well, I tried, no women were there. Like, of course. Sure, that can be part of your repertoire. Yes, going to the grocery store and maybe meeting some women there. But if you really want to get good at this, like, if you really want to get good at being able to find and attract the woman that you desire, it is going to take you actually going out there and putting in the practice to going out and practicing approaching. But in order to do that, it's very logical, very simple. Put yourself in situations where women are, find them, go out and talk to them. Simple as that. Now, I know it's preventing you and it's approach anxiety. So let me talk about approach anxiety for just a minute here. I understand. A lot of guys have it. Most guys have it. That's why they won't even bother to approach a girl in their entire life. I don't blame them. It's really hard. But they're going to be stuck just kind of settling for any woman that comes their way. Fine, that's for them. But if you're watching this, you probably want something better for your life. So, If you want something better, you're going to have to defeat approach anxiety. And The best way to do this is by something called systematic desensitization. Meaning you create a system for yourself that desensitizes you to the fear of going up and talking to a woman. Now this can be a lengthy process for some guys. You're not going to get over approach anxiety in one in one night and one day, okay? Now, you may feel really good and in one day do a bunch of approaches and from beginning to end you're just like, "Wow, in the beginning I was so scared and now I've approached so many girls and I feel amazing." Well, it's going to come back. Yes, the next day it's a whole new fresh day and you're going to have it kind of come back again. So it's a lengthy process. You're going to have to continuously go out and be meeting women and talking to women in person and practicing The way you desensitize yourself is actually going up to women and you can start off small. Don't ever think that every time you see a woman who's really attractive that this is it. You need to go up to her. You need to impress her. You need to uh, display dominance and and entertainment and, and tension and holy cow, this is it. Okay, No, there are plenty of women to practice this like a skill. There are plenty of women out there that you can go up and you can talk to, and uh, it doesn't have to be you doing everything at once because you're not going to be able to. You're going to have to practice. So what I suggest to you is going up to women, making it easy on yourself. Maybe saying something like, "Hey, I'm looking for directions somewhere," you know, if you're just out during the day, and doing that like ten times, like literally ten times, you're going to notice by doing these warm-ups. By the tenth time, you're going to be like, "Okay, I feel a bit better." Now I'm going to go up to a girl and. And kind of take the conversation further. We'll go into all that in just in just a bit here, and, and how to take the conversation further, or um, at a bar or a club, going up to a girl and just saying hello, right? Just saying hi, or asking uh, where the bathroom is, or what drink she has. Again, these are just little warm ups. You warm yourself up, desensitize yourself to the idea of holy cow, I'm talking to a girl, or maybe a pretty girl uh, that is out of my league, so to speak, and. And this is gonna freak me out. Just take these small steps. This is where the idea of confidence comes in. Now, with confidence, I like to use confidence more as a verb than an actual noun. People use it as a noun, right? Like, oh, I have confidence. Like, confidence is like this thing. Like, I'm holding this little microfiber. Like, this is confidence right here. Woo, this is confidence. Boom, now I have it. Put it in my pocket. I have confidence, and now I'm doing it. No let's not look at it as a thing or an object, let's look at it as a verb. You do confidence because confidence is competence plus the ability to step into the unknown. That's my little formula there. Okay, Competence plus the ability to step into the unknown. That is what confidence is. So competence comes in repetition, doing something over and over and over again. You don't feel confident or do confidence unless you actually have practice in the thing that you're doing. So for example, let's say I gave you a, um, a guitar and you're playing a guitar, right? And it's the first time you ever played. You don't know what the hell you're doing. Would you have confidence in that? I say, go, go right now outside and play a song. You'd be like, no, I've never done this before. Right. Same thing with talking to women. You've never done it before, but it's something that can be learned. But you're saying, I've never done this. Well, how do you fix that? How do you get confidence or do confidence and become competent In the ability, you have to do it over and over and over and over and over again. Over and over and over and over again. You got to put an approach schedule in. You got to make sure you're doing it. That's why I say don't just focus on app dating because if you're just doing that, you're never going to have practice building attraction with a woman in person and being able to build tension, display dominance and provide entertainment. You're never going to be able to have practice doing that if you're just doing apps. All of a sudden you're going to be in front of them and you don't get as many dates from apps, you know, a date here and there. But so that's all the time. You're going to have to practice doing that in person with a girl, as opposed to maybe going out, having an approach schedule and being in front of a lot of women who it doesn't matter if it turns into dates, you still, you still get to practice building uh, the the, the skill of attraction, of building attraction. Okay? So again, bottom line here is, you want to get confident in this, want to do confidence, go out, do the approach schedule, Make sure you're talking to women and that is also going to simultaneously beat your approach anxiety. It's a miserable miserable catch 22 It's like great in order to approach anxiety, to defeat approach anxiety I have to um, I have to actually approach. I'm sorry this is the reality okay this is the reality I will help you out a little bit more with approach anxiety because I know it's a big deal for loving guys You are scared to do it because there's a lot of limiting beliefs and thoughts in your head. You're thinking all these things like what if she doesn't like me or what if she rejects me or um, what if I get embarrassed or what if I run out of things to say or I'm ugly or I'm not good enough. All these things. Okay. Here's a little practical tip. Any excuse inside of your head, just say the opposite. Okay. Even if you don't believe it, just say the opposite. So, if you say, What if she rejects me? You say, well, What if she doesn't reject me? What if she accepts me? What if I get embarrassed? Well, what if no one's watching and it doesn't even matter? Well, what if uh, she has a boyfriend? Well, what if she doesn't have a boyfriend? Okay, well, what if she says something really mean to me? What if she says something really nice to you? We focus on the negative a lot of the time, we really do. We only focus on the negative and I really urge you here is try to focus on the positive. That's going to help a little bit. And also I can tell you from experience that all these things in your head and all these limiting beliefs and excuses, they're never valid. I've had all these things and going up to women, yes, sometimes they do reject you and it happens all the time, but it's never as bad as you think and you're going to get rejected and the reality is that you have to get rejected and it's going to have to happen a lot. But it doesn't mean you're a shitty person, doesn't mean you're a bad person, doesn't mean you're um, not worthy, okay? It only means that you haven't worked on the skill. That's it, okay? Take me, for example, years and years ago, I was freaked out to talk to girls. So going up to them was terrible and I'd get rejected all the time. Why? Because I didn't know what I was doing. So I worked on the skill and then I didn't get rejected as much. Same with all the students I've worked with, same with a lot of guys who watch this YouTube channel. We listen to the podcast to get my programs so it's not about you as a person as an individual it's just about the skill level and where you're at okay and there's some guys out there who are so amazing mind-blowingly amazing with women they can really go up to women and get them attracted within seconds now these guys have practiced a lot and have gone out a lot and have done The dirty work, so to speak. Okay. They've done their work. Anyone who's ever been good at anything in life, I don't care if it's meeting women or playing guitar or, uh, you know, I don't know, coding a website, whatever, anything. Uh, An Olympic athlete, they've worked hard. They've put their hours in. Okay. So, yes, it's all up to you. Do you want to put the hours in? Do you want to actually go at it? You can. You will reap the rewards, or you can sit over here in the corner with everyone else. And just kind of be uh, living a very boring and plain life and not really pushing yourself to the limit. So that's what I ask of you and that's what you should ask of yourself. When you're out there, you see a woman and you're like, okay, I'm freaked out. But what can I say to myself to encourage myself and coach myself this process to just get me to go and say hi. Okay. And I should say here that warm ups are key, warm ups are key. You're not going to feel comfortable for at least talking to maybe five to 10 women in a night or in a daytime session until you have done some warm-ups and you'll see. Don't believe me? Go out there for yourself. You'll see what I'm talking about. Okay, what do you say to a woman? What do you say? Uh, How do you start conversation? How do you continue conversation? Because you know it's your job to lead the whole interaction. Okay, so I'm going to give you a couple of various openers. But just understand this. Openers do not matter. The woman rarely remembers why you went up and talked to her in the first place. What she's going to remember, or I should say, even what's going to be happening in the conversation, is not her thinking of how did he start the conversation with me. She's going to be thinking in the very present moment, where is conversation right now? So that means that you can take conversation anywhere. That means that openers don't matter. But I like to give you openers because a you ask for them a lot, and I know why you do because it helps. If you have an opener, or have something to say, then it's going to. Uh, basically encourage you to go up and talk to the girl. I understand that when you're freaked out and you don't know what to say, you just might not go up and talk to her. So let's give you some openers. Okay. So we have two situations. We have a casual and the social. Social is bars, clubs, um, you know, hotel bars, anywhere, parties, things like that. And then casual is your daytime approaches, parks and sidewalks and grocery stores. And uh, malls and things like that. So I'll give you a few openers for each. Just use them and then repeat them over and over to get yourself into conversation. So for your uh, social openers, you know, bars, clubs, parties, things like that. Really, just going up to a girl and you can say a few things. You can say, "Hi, I'm Trip. I've not met you yet." And you can say, "Where are you from?" Or you can say, "Are you from and whatever city you're in." Okay, and then once she answers, then you continue talking, and you do it with a lot of confidence. Don't go up and say hi, uh, hi, hi. I'm I'm Trip, and what, what's what's your name? No, remember we talked about tension, and that's going to be shoulder to shoulder with her, eye contact, speaking in the breaking rapport tonality, right? And really good eye contact, making sure she can hear you and say, "Hey, I'm Trip. Where are you from? What's your name?" I had to come over and meet you. Okay? So that's another. You can go up to a girl, you can ask her what drink she's drinking and go off of that. You can say, hey, I haven't met you yet. I already said that one. Right? So anything just to get, get into conversation, comment on something she's wearing, maybe she's got something interesting on. I don't want to give you too many more. I mean, you, you can go on the internet and look for a, a lot, but really those are all you need. Just get into conversation and see what happens. All right. That is social casual. There's a few you can use. It's up to you to experiment and see what works better. One is going up to a girl and asking her something something similar. You can do something like this or similar. Like say, "Hey, I'm looking for a really good coffee shop. Like, where's a good coffee shop to go to?" And then she's going to be like, "Oh, there's this, this, and this." And then you can continue conversation. "Oh, what kind of coffee do you like to drink?" And then she'll say, "Oh, this, this, and this." And then you can continue conversation that way. And a great follow up from there is by commenting on something she's wearing, holding, or doing. Okay, now. We'll come back to that in a second. Just understand that that is also another opener you can use in a casual uh, approach. Something she's holding, wearing or doing. So is she holding an interesting bag? Is she holding a dog? Is she holding, um, I don't know, something, some object that you've never seen before? I don't know. Maybe it's a book. Whatever it is, something she's holding, you can comment on that as you see her walking by. Right? Something she's doing, like I said earlier, maybe she's walking a dog. Maybe she's um, playing frisbee in the park with her friends. Maybe she's sitting there listening to something. You can ask her what she's listening to. That's doing. Maybe there's more examples, but you'll see when you go out there. Uh, maybe something she's wearing. I said that earlier. You can do that at a bar or club or somewhere social. Something that she's wearing. Is she wearing something interesting? Something shiny? Something flashy? Something different? Maybe she's wearing a headband. Like girls don't wear headbands, so that's interesting. Comment on it. So you comment on it, talk about it, and then you switch topics. Okay? So there you go. Use those simple openers. So now let's take those openers and that concept and then move conversation forward. I do this with something I call the extraction method. The extraction method. This is gonna help you with not running out of things to say. The extraction method is listening very intently to what she's saying, active listening, and then continuing conversation from there. So for example, let's say you go up to a girl and you say, you're at a bar you say, hey, nice to meet you. I'm Trip. I had to come meet you. What's your name? She says, oh, I'm, I'm Danielle. Oh, cool. Danielle. Interesting name. Where are you from? Are you from Stockholm? Are you from Los Angeles? Are you from Chicago? Are you from Miami? You're not going to say all those cities. So I'm just giving you examples. Okay. Are you from wherever? And she's going to say something like, Oh uh, uh, no, I'm not. Oh, you're not from here. Where are you from? She's going to mention another city, and you can talk about that city. And then you listen on if she says anything else about that city. Maybe she had to go there from work. You extract. Oh, work. Oh, cool. Well, what do you do? Oh, that's interesting. And then she's going to tell me about that. I never, I never heard of anyone who does, you know, whatever she does. And then you continue the conversation. You're just extracting, extracting, extracting to continue, continue, continue. Okay. So that's. The theory. That's what's supposed to happen when you're talking to her. You go up to her and you say, you know, during the day, oh my God, that's a really uh, interesting dog. What kind of dog is that? That's commenting on something she's doing. She's walking her dog. Oh, it's this kind of breed. And you're like, oh, I never heard of that breed. Or you're like, oh, yeah, I know that breed. Oh, yeah, I've seen these dogs before. You know, oh, I, I've seen Golden Doodles before. Oh, they're amazing. And then talk about what you know about Golden Doodles. Talk about something. Talk about what you know about the topic. Or if you don't know about it, just ask questions. The whole point here is to just get conversation moving and going. It doesn't have to be perfect. Don't worry too much about are you asking enough questions, are you making enough statements? Yeah, work on that. Work on not drilling her with a bunch of questions at first. But ideally, just focus on getting the conversation where it's continuously moving, where you're still talking to her. Because one of the biggest signs that a girl's attracted to you is she's still there with you. She's still with you in person. She hasn't walked away yet. A rejection is if she walked away or if she says, Uh, please leave or go away. Then it's a rejection and then don't take it seriously. Whatever. You move on. You talk to other girls and go from there. But really the number one sign that a girl's interested in you is she's still talking to you. A woman needs time to build attraction for you. A guy, very quick, very simple, sees a girl. Oh, she's hot. She's physically attractive. I'm attracted. For a woman, she's looking for the behavioral cues. So you can't just all of a sudden show her all your personality in two seconds. No, it takes time. It takes time for her to see that and to build that up. So it's going to take time. So you need time. You need time in the interaction. That's where investment comes in. Remember I told you that there's two things here in building attraction getting investment. That's where investment comes in. The more you talk to her, the more you spend time with her, eventually she's going to be asking you questions. That's where she's going to start becoming invested in you because over time, a woman will become invested in you. She will be interested in you the more and more you're spending time with her. Another way to get her invested, I know we're moving along here, we'll come back to conversation in a little bit to recap there, but moving along, getting her more invested, you're going to want to do things that are called compliance tests, Okay, Compliance tests. These are little things. You're going to kind of uh, sprinkle into the interaction, to get her to comply to your forward advances. This gets her invested and gets the interaction moving forward. So for example, you might be talking to her at a bar and you're at the bar, but you're not literally at the bar and you would say, Hey, I want to go get a drink, you should come with me. And say, Hey, let's go. And you guys go together. She's complying, she's saying yes. You might, um, you might be in the sun and you're outside and you're talking to her and say, Hey, it's it's a little, it's a little bright, let's, let's walk over here in the shade. And you'll walk over a little bit that's another compliance test okay little tests that she can pass where she's saying yes to you okay she's saying yes she's doing what you request she's complying with your requests and you're going to do a bunch of these little ones as you move up all the way to the point where you guys are either on a date or having sex and and you're at that point or maybe even all the way to the point where you guys are in a relationship really it's a bunch of compliance tests it's you uh, taking the lead right displaying dominance and getting her to comply and say yes. So you're sprinkling those in. Maybe you're going to the bar together. Um, you know, maybe she's giving you her number. That's another compliance Maybe you guys are leaving together. Maybe you guys are going to another area of the bar because it's a little bit loud. It's a little bit loud in here. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Let's go outside and, and let's talk outside. She says yes. This is her slowly building investment. Okay. So you're doing little things, little things to get her to comply to say yes to you, and. Um, and get her more invested. The more she's invested, the more she feels invested and feels like okay, I've been spending a lot of time with this guy. Again, This is all subconscious, but she's going to think oh, uh, subconsciously, I've been spending a lot of time with this guy, I've been hanging out with him a lot and I'm also feeling attracted to him and all this combined. Then she's going to uh, uh, say yes to more advances like getting her in the bedroom, having sex and even towards a relationship if that's what you so desire. I'm gonna rewind a little bit. Let's go back to this whole idea of, of opening and continuing conversation. I know this is big trouble for guys. So, again, let's just recap. You're going up to girls, you're using the openers that I said, and you're gonna be using that active listening and continuing conversation. Don't forget that this is where entertainment comes in. This is where providing entertainment comes in. If you're like, oh, I don't know what to say, say anything, literally anything, anything that comes to your mind. You can do this because it's not a rejection until she leaves. So you'd be surprised the weirdest things you can get away with with talking about in conversation that are completely out of context where she's still there listening and talking to you because you're just having fun, enjoying the moment, talking to her and she's still there. And again, you're using the extraction method to listen, extract what she's saying and move it forward. I know I make this sound very easy like it's just going to be very smooth. No, it's not. You're going to screw up. You're going to mess up. You're going to forget to you know, look at her in the eye and provide eye contact. You're going to forget to provide entertainment. You're going to forget to, oh shoot, I should have got her number. You're going to forget these things. That's okay. What's most important is that you're going out and you're still just doing this and you're breaking it down one at a time. You can take this video here and just kind of take like one aspect at a time and go out and practice it. You don't need to know everything at once. And This is overwhelming and you're like, this is a lot to learn and Trip is talking at 50 miles per minute. I get it. It's a lot, but it's okay. Take this video, break it down step by step and say, okay, today I'm going to go out and just practice building tension and just giving a girl good eye contact and I don't care what comes out of my mouth. Then another day you're going to be like, you know what, I'm going to really focus on providing entertainment. What can I do that just really fun and entertaining and silly for me? And then you'll break, down, you'll break that down for like a couple weeks for a month and you'll get better at it. And then eventually it's going to become second nature to you. And going up to a girl with uh, an opener, you might not even need an opener, you'll just be like, oh, I'm just going to go up to that girl and start talking to her. It's going to feel like nothing to you. Because you've done confidence. You've become competent in it and you've done it. You've done the scary thing going up to girls. You practice it. You get it. It's no longer this like mystical idea in your head like what's this like? Right? You're going to have practice in this and doing it over and over again. Now, I just want to give a little bit note here on terms of, okay, so where do you go from here? Like, Do you get a number? What are you supposed to do? Well, let's talk about the idea of sex for a second. This is very important. Okay, so sex. Understand this women want to have sex with you okay they like sex they want to have sex they're waiting to have sex they want to do it however they only want to do it with a guy that they're actually interested in that knows how to build attraction okay they want to do it now the reason why uh, a lot of women won't just have sex as easy as a man like you might see a hot girl and she's like hey let's have sex you'd be like okay let's go you went up to a woman and you said, "Let's have sex." She'd be like, "Whoa, no, 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 no!" Right? So, why, if I'm telling you, a woman loves sex, why won't she do it as fast as a guy? Well, a couple of reasons. One, one is that she is, you know, really shunned by society and called a slut and judged for her sexuality. That's just the nature of the beast. This is the world we live in. It's a damn shame. Women are judged and men are praised. Wish it wasn't that way. I wish it was neither or. I don't think anyone should get praised or shamed. It should just be. You want to have sex? Great, go and do it. So, of course, a woman is not going to have sex so fast because she knows that if she has sex with a lot of people, society will judge her. Okay, another reason is because she has more to lose if she has sex because she can get pregnant. A guy can go around having sex with as many women as he wants. And besides, obviously, the risk of uh, STD, he. Won't ever get pregnant. No woman does, so she has more to lose. So she has to be more careful. And you know, in her DNA and her biology, she knows that. So she knows that she's only going to sleep with the guy who really knows how to attract her. So that's another thing. She's not going to just sleep with anyone. She's going to sleep with the guy who knows how to build attraction. Okay. So it's your job to build attraction. And we already talked about how to do that. And also, never make her feel like a slut, or never shame her. For any of her sexual desires okay very important here so now you understand how women really look at sex okay so women like sex which is a great thing and understanding that you have to know that women want to do it you just have to provide this space for her to do it a space of trust comfortable and safe okay that is the time in which she will have sex with you okay and so it's your job as a man to display dominance move the interaction from meeting to all the way to having sex okay so that is the goal here now I know and you might be thinking well Trip, I I want to get a girlfriend like it's not just it's not just about sex it's about building a relationship I understand that however the relationship is built upon sex yes it's not only about sex that is a major factor okay it's a major factor that is the difference between any other relationship in your life Between your parents and your sisters and your brothers and your friends, right? Sex is not happening with those people. It's happening with this person. And that's who it's happening with. So that's the big difference. So it's a big part of it. It's very important. And of course, if you delay too long and don't attempt to have sex with her, well, she's gonna throw you in the friend zone. And she's gonna be like, well, what is this guy doing? Why? Because she wants to have sex with you. If you're a guy who knows how to build attraction, get her invested and she wants to have it with you. And that's one of the biggest forms of investment because a woman is going to be like, wow, I really like this guy. It's not just you two talking and getting to know each other. Obviously that's part of it. That's a big part of it. You two getting to know each other and connecting and and sharing interests and and vibing with each other. That's one part. But the other part that separates it from everything else is having sex. And that's what she wants to do because you guys got to have that sexual chemistry or else no relationship is happening. If it is, Going to be a very poor one. Okay. So make sure that sex is something that you are striving for when you are with a woman and that it moves towards that. That's why when you get her on a first date, that you should be attempting to have sex. I know you want to, why wouldn't you? She wants to too. Yes, you're getting to know her, talking to her, and vibing with her and 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 having a good time with her. So that's one part of the night. Another part of the night is having sex. Okay. And having that sexual chemistry and having that bond. Now another thing is you're going to want to try to do this not just on first dates but when you first meet her. Why not? Why not try to have sex with her when you guys first meet? You meet her at a coffee shop and it ends up at your place? Go for it. You guys are at a bar and you end up bouncing from uh, the bar to your place. Very simple way to do that is just inviting her back to your place to have a drink. right? So You can do that. And you should do that and if it doesn't work out then you grab her number and then you go on a first day with her and then you try again right so again remember here it's okay to want sex it's okay to go for it women want to do it with you okay but they don't want to do it with you again for the tenth time if you don't know how to build attraction and especially if you shame her for even wanting to do so okay so keep that all in mind as you're going through this process dominance is Leading the interaction from hello to sex and then to the relationship if that's what you want. Okay, Unless there's some religious things going on, I'd say most of the time before you get into a relationship anytime ever, you're having sex with them because you need to see if the sexual chemistry is there. You need to see if uh, you guys have that compatibility because it's not just about compatibility in person and talking and having a good time it's sexual compatibility as well so you need to test that out sooner than later or else you're going to waste your time okay if you're dating a girl and you wait like seven dates to have sex and all of a sudden you guys have sex if she's even still around by that point because she's probably gonna be like why isn't this guy trying because she wants to you guys have sex and there's no compatibility there or it's weird or awkward it doesn't work out you're in big trouble and uh, you've wasted a lot of time so push through to sex she wants it it's okay to have it and uh, and let's let's go into the next part here when it comes to having sex. I should mention here: please get consent and please wear a condom. Okay, it's never worth it, even for a nice nice evening with a woman, uh, to not wear a condom. You will regret it afterwards. I never. Uh, I don't think I've ever had experience or had a guy had experience where he says, "Oh man, you know, I wish I didn't wear that condom." It's like just wear the condom. Okay. More and more regrets you'll have if you accidentally get an STD or get her pregnant. It's very irresponsible. Please wear rubber for yourself. Uh, This is not a, a PSA by any means but I'm looking out for you and you don't want to get her pregnant, you don't want an unwanted pregnancy and you don't ever want to catch an STD of some sort. Bad, bad news there. Okay. Also, please get consent and here's the trick for that. Okay. It's funny that I have to give you a trick for that these days. I know a lot of guys are like, "How do I get consent? Why should I do this? All this stuff." You want to get consent for lots of reasons. First of all, because it's the right thing to do. You never want to pressure a woman into having sex with you. You never want to uh, force her to do anything she doesn't want to do. You you want to do it if she wants to do it. That's the best version of sex that exists. Okay, so let's try not to do too much harm to the world here. Don't be desperate. Okay, get consent. Another reason you want to get consent. Is because really when you're getting consent, uh, it's going to be beneficial for you legally. Okay, So obviously morally you want to do the right thing, be a good human being, uh, but even legally because you might be with a woman who doesn't get consent even though in her mind she says that she's interested but doesn't tell you or maybe she's under the influence which is not consent. Consent, by the way, is defined as an enthusiastic sober yes. Okay, so she's very interested in having with you and she's sober, meaning she can make a clear decision to do it. And so, if you don't get that, you never know what could happen. You never know if the next day she regrets it and feels like you did something that made her feel uncomfortable. And you, with a good heart, were like, nope, you were interested. At least I thought you were, but you weren't 100% because you didn't ask her. So, the the trick here is consent should happen uh, right before you guys are about to have sex. You don't need to ask her at dinner. That's gonna be weird and awkward. Once you guys are making out or getting hot and heavy, you know, it's after the first date or after you met her at a bar and you guys are back at your place and you're kissing her and things are going really well physically and clothes are starting to come off, then you ask her and say, Hey, listen, I have to do this because I wanna make sure that you're interested. You know, do we have consent here that you would like to have sex? Say it just like that. Or another way of saying it is look her in the eyes and say, Hey, should I go get a condom? Okay, say that. So she knows you're interested in all socials she can tell you that she's interested very very important okay so do that and make sure that happens the first time uh, you guys end up having sex and uh, and technically you should be doing it most of the times afterwards to never just assume that she wants to do it because you guys are together you know get consent anytime you guys are about to get physical and have sex so if you're at a bar or you're out during the day and you guys don't continue to hang out and it doesn't end up at your place you know because she has to go or you have to go or it just doesn't work out get her number that's when you get her number very simple get her number okay put in your phone now you got a her number here's the next trick text her the next day so get her number at the bar text her the next late afternoon get her number during the day text her the very next afternoon okay text her the next day why do you do this because women are probably meeting a lot of other men, dating other men and if they like you, simple as this. They want to hear from you. So Don't wait six days, don't wait five days, no three-day rule. Forget all that garbage. Just get in touch with her. If she likes you and you built attraction and you built investment, she's going to want to hear from you. She's not gonna be like, well he texted me too soon. No, just text her and simple just ask her to grab a drink. So you can text her and say, hey it's Tripp, awesome meeting you yesterday. Uh, what's your week look like? Let's grab a drink, okay? And I'd say that's probably the best first date you can do is just grab a drink. If you don't drink alcohol, then you know ask her to uh, to go out and do an activity with you. You know, go bowling, mini golf, go to a museum, do some sort of activity. Uh, but I'm sure a lot of you who are watching this probably have no problem with drinking alcohol, and I'd still say if you don't have a problem with drinking alcohol, just get a drink, okay? Go get a drink. Don't do dinner for the first date. It's a lot of an investment on your half, uh, on your half, because if you're going on a lot of dates, it's not really going to be manageable to go on a lot of dinner dates. It's going to be very expensive, and also a dinner date is just kind of like forced and lame. Like if you guys sit there and talk, and it's not going well, after 45 minutes, you can just get up and say, "Okay, I got something else to do," and just and it's nice to meet you, and then leave. If it's going really well. Okay, then maybe you can get some food, but make the first date simple. Get a drink. Get some coffee or tea if you don't drink alcohol too, uh, or do that activity that I said. And just text her and ask her to meet up. A lot of guys get so obsessed with how to text, texting the right way, getting her interested. It's very simple. She likes you or she doesn't, black and white. If she does, she's going to agree to meeting up with you. And if she's really busy that week, she'll say, I'm busy this week, but how about next week? Women will offer themselves to you if they like you. Okay, it's when they're like, dodging it and saying, oh, I'm busy or no, I can't. They're just afraid to reject you. There's no special text message that you can say to her where she goes, you know what? I remember that I like him. Now I'll I'll agree to a date. Very rare that happens. Very rare. So, Text her, hey, awesome meeting you. Uh, Love to see you again. Be cool to see you again. Be cool to hang out. When are you free, we'll grab a drink. Get Get her schedule, figure it out, make it work. Meet up with her. Boom. There's your first date. Make it very simple for yourself. So that's the overview, right? That's a general overview right there and there's some more stuff. So so don't go quite yet. But understand there's the kind of A to Z of like what it looks like and what you're doing and how how attraction works, how you're building attraction, you know, what you're kind of talking to her about, what you're saying and and then moving through to dominance and leading her through the interaction, getting compliance, right, right? complying, making sure she's saying yes to your requests, doing little compliance tests. And then moving it to either isolating her and taking her home or grabbing her number and setting up a date. Easy said than done. Okay, easy said than done. So a lot of stuff you're going to have to go through to, uh, to get to that point because you're going to have to practice these things and there's a lot of emotions that come up and you're going to be tired and scared and you're still going to have a lot of limiting beliefs and you're still going to think in your head, oh no, I still have to look look good, all these things. Okay, so here's one big thing. That I need to share with you. The best way to do this, the best way to do this is go out and just start talking to women. Yeah, get on the apps too, do some app swiping, but just go out and start talking to women. Okay. Use this video as a guide to just go out there and do it and make mistakes and fail. And then when you have a specific question, then come back to the YouTube channel. Okay. Hopefully you subscribe because I put out a lot of videos. Then come back to the YouTube channel and look up some of those micro situations that you're wondering. Like, how do I give her a really good kiss? Or what if she flakes on me, then what am I supposed to do? Or um, and what are some of the bigger signs that she's interested in me? Or how do I go out and do this alone? Like, how do I go out and approach alone? You know, when you go out and practice this stuff, questions are going to come in. You're going to walk away and say, ah, I messed up here, messed up here. Like I really need more help continuing the conversation. Okay, so then you can do some research and look up like how to get better at that and then go and apply that. But if you just look up a bunch of information and watch every YouTube video and everything but don't apply anything, it's not going to work and it's going to be overwhelming for you. So take some of the simpler concepts that I laid out in this video, go and do it. And hopefully you got this far. I know a lot of you are not going to get this far, but this is really so crucial. So crucial. So rewarding you for getting to the end because this is big. Go out and take action, mess up, like fuck up, fail, screw up. Get the questions in your head of like, okay, well, how do I do this? How do I manage this? Could be as simple as like, I still have approach anxiety. How do I manage it? Do a little bit more research and go back out there. Okay, approach anxiety is fine now in conversation, but like I can't build tension and she's not really paying attention to me. Like, what can I do to provide entertainment for myself so she feels that law of state transfer? Do a little bit more research into that and dive into that. Or don't do any research. It's all right there. Really, this video covers a lot of that. Just go out and practice it and drill it over and over and over and over and over and over. Right? Drill it over and over and over and over. So that's one of the best ways to learn this, and that's what I really recommend for you. Now, another thing that I should have mentioned a lot earlier, but I'm going to mention now, uh, just because I don't think it's the most important thing in terms of attraction. But you know, there is another area. I call it the four-step attraction amplifier because there's all these other things that you do. You know, you should be doing. In the background of your life, earlier, right? I said app dating and swiping should be kind of the background, like have that going on, but really focus on cold approaching. Well, the four step attraction amplifier is more the superficial stuff that I want you to be like always doing for the rest of your life. Okay, it is another way to yes help uh, your attractiveness, but really it does a lot of other things. It helps you become a more well rounded person, and therefore uh, will end up resulting in a better dating life for yourself. Okay, you're like, what are you talking about? Get more specific. So, the four step attraction amplifier is focusing on four different areas of your life wealth, health, lifestyle, and uh, an appearance. Okay, so wealth, health, lifestyle, and appearance. These are things that you should be working on all the time, forever. It's not something you should be doing now. And then once you get it all figured out, then you start meeting girls because it's a lot of work and uh, making your life better. And it's great. Again, a lot of work, but the rewards are there for you. So, wealth is working on you know, your money situation. Obviously, it's going to be better for you in your life to have money, to have a job, to have a career, to have a passion, to have a life purpose, to be doing something and making money so you can survive. So you can actually, if you ever one, one day want to have a family, you can do that because you can afford to do so. You're not in a lot of credit card debt. So work on that area. Like That's going to be worked on. And don't do it because, oh, girls like money and money is, is really sexy to girls. Like Yeah, of course, a woman's not going to Uh, Be upset if you're rich. Yeah, that's a great bonus for her. It's not the reason why she's attracted, but more money is going to help get you more access to things. First of all, you're going to be happier in life because you can afford things and do things you want to do. You can travel more. You can go uh, do a lot of new things where you can have access to more women. Like Really positive things here. I'm not going to go too into depth, but just understand that it is good to be working on your money. One tip I can give you is just save more than you spent. You know, some guys are really wealthy, they're, they're millionaires, but they're broke because they spend all their money and nothing in the bank. Well, they're screwed. Okay? Unless they're continuously making more income, but eventually they're going to be screwed. I remember MC Hammer has a famous story. He was a multimillionaire and, uh, and spent it all because he didn't know how to, how to manage his money. Obviously spent more than he saved and then he became broke. Millionaire to broke within maybe a couple years, I think it was. So it doesn't matter how much money you're making, but money you're saving. So that's wealth. Let's go into the second one. Okay, in no particular order. Health. Health is big. Your health is everything. If you don't have your health, you don't have anything, right? You're dead if you don't have your health. So focus on your health. Focus on being able to eat healthier foods and go to the gym every once in a while, right? Make this easy for yourself. Go to the gym a couple times a week. Get your heart pumping. Get things flowing. Okay, work on that and uh, and eat a lot of greens. Eat a lot of greens. My biggest tip for you is buy a blender and make a green smoothie which consists of greens, leafy greens like kale, spinach, things like that. Uh, Get some green powder, add some green powder to that. Add some bananas, add some pineapple, mix that all up, boom, you got a green shake, drink that every day. Just do that. See what that does for you. Eating more healthy and working out and going to the gym, this is going to regulate your emotions and you're going to feel much more, uh, you're just going to feel better. right? that's gonna even help with approach anxiety. Like you're not gonna go out feeling like terrible, right? Sometimes I'll go out, guys will go out, and they're sluggish, they don't feel good. That just makes the day and the approaching so much harder. So eat healthy, take care of your body, and uh, and obviously you'll live longer and have a happier life. Okay, so work on that. And of course, great benefits there is you're gonna look better too, which doesn't hurt. Next is lifestyle. So focus on your lifestyle. I always say this when it comes to lifestyle. It's really good to work on making friends. Have a social circle. Don't just do everything on your own. Don't just do things by yourself. Make friends. Great way to do that is by doing things that you love. Find hobbies. Get interested in things that are going on in your city. Join things. Try new things. Easiest way to make friends in any age group is by doing things that you enjoy. You know, go out, try salsa dancing, rock climbing, bowling. You know, travel more. Go traveling. You'll meet people who are interested in traveling. People who are doing similar stuff to you. It's easy to get in the conversation with them, make friends. Also, what a wonderful way to meet more women. Okay, my advice to you: go sign up for a salsa dancing class right away. You're gonna make friends. You're gonna meet women. You're gonna learn a new skill, and it's gonna make you much happier. So that's lifestyle. Another tip for you there is: if uh, you live in a small city, whatever you can do, however you can do this, go out and try to, to move to a city where there's more people. It's more beneficial for you in the long run. It really is. Being around a lot of people easier to meet women, make friends, have hobbies, have a more enjoyable life, um, and just a happier life in general. Okay, so it's lifestyle. Next is your uh, appearance. Now, of course, that's kind of connected to to health because if you're um, if you're working out, you're going to have a nicer body and appearance. But there's some other things that you need to do. Optimize your appearance. Okay. Optimize again, really. Optimization is the whole key here to the four step attraction amplifier. You're just in the background optimizing your life and making things better for you, right? Optimize your appearance. Here's my biggest tips in terms of your appearance just like this get a haircut that matches your face. Go to a stylist and have them do whatever they need to do to give you the best haircut that's for the shape of your face. Let them do the work. Boom, optimize your appearance uh, with your hair, grooming. Um, make sure that you just have at the most a five o'clock shadow. And if you kind of like grow in patchy hair, then just shave, clean shave. Okay. That's optimization right there. Clean shaven face, uh, uh, hair that's, that's good for your facial structure. If you don't have hair, you're balding, just tight. Keep it really tight, right? Looks better when it's just either all shaved completely or just really tight and really short. Also, make sure your hygiene is good. Obviously, I shouldn't tell you to shower every day, but please brush your teeth and floss. Your breath, you could do everything right. You're talking to a girl and your breath is nasty, you're done. Okay? You could do everything right and still your breath, she's like, not, she's not gonna be able to talk to you. So, dental hygiene is key and optimizing uh, and your appearance there. Now, also, the next thing and the last thing with appearance is, is clothes. General rules for clothing. When in doubt, go dark. Right right here, I'm just wearing like a black uh, button down type of jacket with a black uh, v-neck shirt and, uh, and some dark pants and dark shoes. Dark right? darker colors, always look good on people, always look good for any occasion. I was out shopping the other day. I was talking to a guy who was running the department store and he told me, which I already knew, but it kind of reinforced the idea is like, you can wear black to anything. It can be dressed up or dressed down. But if you're wearing any other lighter colors, You can't always wear those all the time, so make it easy for yourself, right? This whole video is about optimizing and making things very simple. Get darker colors and get clothes that fit. This fits me. I'm a skinnier guy, so it's going to be a little bit uh, tighter clothes. If you're a bigger guy, still get things that fit. Doesn't have to be skin tight, okay? Just things that fit your body because that always looks good. This is we're talking about a style here that is timeless throughout. The history of fashion, if you're wearing clothes that fit your body proportionate and they're dark clothes and your hair is good for the shape of your face and you're shaved, you'll look good forever. Whether you went back in the past to 1910 or you go forward in the future to 2075, doesn't matter. That's like timeless stuff. So don't worry about getting too caught up in like what looks good and trends. Follow those and you'll be good. So that's the four step attraction amplifier. Something I wanted to kind of save last, but something that you should be doing in the background. Do that for yourself. And why do you want to do, by the way, the appearance stuff? Well, because you're going to feel better. Obviously, you're going to be more attractive physically to her, uh, but you're just going to feel better. Like when you go out and clean shaven and hair looks good and wearing good clothes, you're just going to get this superficial confidence that gives you that boost. Okay, And also you're going to get that superficial confidence from all these other areas. Building your wealth, being healthy, building your lifestyle—it's all going to make you feel good. And you're just going to be at the end of the day a better person. So work on that alongside everything else we talked about in this video. Whew. A lot there. I think we almost went for an hour and a half. That is the trip advice manifesto. Press subscribe right now because more videos come out. And I want you to write a comment down below if you even got this far, and even tell me. I want to know who got this far in the video. Bravo to you. Write down the comments right now. I finished. Okay. Which is gonna sound funny coming from a lot of guys, but who cares? Write down in the comments below. I finished with a bunch of exclamation points. I wanna see who finished this video and got through it. You know what to do now. Use this stuff, go out there, practice, throw yourself in the fire, make it work for you, and then you can come back and, and go through other videos and get specific questions answered. And of course, if you wanna take this even deeper, I got my program called Hooked. Go to the description and check that out as well. But more importantly, subscribe for more videos. That was it. Thank you very much. The manifesto is complete. I'll see you very soon.